Welcome to Sparking Wholeness, where we talk all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul. I'm your host, Erin Carey. I'm a survivor of bipolar disorder and a self-proclaimed nutrition nerd who loves asking why. As a certified integrative nutrition health coach, my goal is to help people find balance, and I want to help you find ways to spark wholeness in your life. For more information, check out sparkingwholeness.com or on the Instagram handle, Sparking Wholeness. And now, get ready for today's awesome show. Hey everyone, it's Erin Carey, and today I am so excited to have a repeat of Leslie Bumpus on the call. She is a functional nutritional therapy practitioner. Her passion is helping women thrive and live their most vibrant life. As an expert in functional wellness, Leslie understands we are bio-individual, and her approach emphasizes that fact. Through her work, she melds the dietary wisdom of traditional cultures with the latest science in integrative medicine to create a custom program designed exclusively for the lifestyle of each of her clients. And it is February. And last year, Leslie was also on in February. And if you want to look back at that episode, it really was mind blowing, pun intended, all about brain health. And the episode was called Detox Your Brain. That was February of 2020 before the whole world changed. And today we're going to expand our conversation. So Leslie, thank you for being on the show again. Erin, it is always so much fun to, to chat with you. We, we can go in so many different directions. We have, we have Jesus at the, at the core and we have health as second family, you know, so yeah, we, we've got a lot in common. And I still go back to when we first met at that, (laughs) North Dallas moms or mm-hmm. holistic moms, moms organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. And I just think it's, this is, it's good to have you back on because you do have, and what I didn't read was all of the credentials. You are a, a learner. You are a continuous, you are always learning and always. always getting more certifications. And I resonate with that so much because I'm always like, Ooh, Ooh, I want to join that program or that program or that program. So this will be great. And it is February. It is the month of love. So we are going to talk about love things. And so when I was talking to Leslie, I'll let the listeners know on little side note. Uh, I was like, what should we talk about? You know, what would be a fun? And she said, well, let's get into libido and sex. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. We haven't done that on the show. So I think, and I think that this is good because that's something that most people will not think about in, in the way that you are going to approach this information, right? That's right. You know, and I call it redeeming romance. Um, I am of a certain age, so I'm postmenopausal. <laughs> It doesn't mean your sex life has to fall apart. Although with all the things that go on in a woman's and men's bodies at this age, um, the stress we've been living under, the responsibility of raising children, being tired and stressed out. um, Sometimes that's one of the first things to go. And it's really sad because God created um, marriage and sex specifically for a man and woman to enjoy. So um, yeah, we all know that, um, there have been a, there's been a history of aphrodisiacs that talk about, you know, that can <laughs> stimulate weak libido. Um, and we do know that a healthy diet, a nutrient dense diet is associated with lower risk of, and we're just going to throw it right out there, erectile dysfunction and female sexual dysfunction. There are a number of foods that can actually enhance your sex life. And they do that by, here's your first clue 
keeping your heart healthy and pumping blood to the right places. So if you want to improve your performance Mm -hmm. in the bedroom or wherever you do it, (laughs) you've got to incorporate these foods. And so we're going to just jump right into the first one. Yeah. And and let me pause right there real fast, because I think this is really good. And this is also important, even though blood flow is important for these sexual functions, it's really important for brain health. So if you're finding yourself cognitively declining a little bit back to our earlier conversation, it might possibly affect these organs as well. And like you said, cardiovascular, I mean, like it is also interconnected and I didn't give a caveat before, but if you have kids and and you're listening in the car, you might want to, you probably already turned it off at this point, but um, this is (laughs) not a conversation for kids. Uh, But yeah, Yeah. but I, but I'm glad that you're, I just want to say that right there, that even though this is going to be specifically about sexual function and, and redeeming romance. I really like that. This is going to tie into every single other area of health because it is all interconnected. And when where one area is deficient or lacking, it's going to affect another area. So, okay. I just, I just had to throw that in there. And, and, and back to the fact too, that, you know, I've studied and I'm certified as a cancer coach, uh, an Alzheimer's uh, practitioner, dementia, um, hormone health, It all comes back down to the same key nutrients being detoxed, being clean Mm -hmm. from a, from a cleaning product, skincare. So so you're going to hear, you're going to hear and see, hear a theme in today's conversation. So the first superfood that we're going to talk about that does increase blood flow to our sexual organs are flax seeds. Mm. Flax seeds ground have um, a, a chemical constituency called lignans. Lignans are estrogen-like chemicals that are antiviral, antibacterial, and anti-cancer properties. They are really rich in, here we go, omega-3 fatty acids. And we know that omega-3s can improve our cardiovascular health. So we're going back to the heart. Um, Flax seeds also have arginine, L-arginine, which is an incredible amino acid, uh, helps blood flow and keep your sperm healthy. The way I would recommend using flax is to grind it fresh every day, put it in your oatmeal, put it in your smoothie. You can even mix it in with meatballs, sprinkle it on a salad. So there you go. Your first superfood is ground flax seed because it's rich in omega-3s. The second food that we always think about, everyone says, ooh, aphrodisiac, let's go out for some oysters. Well, yes, yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) And there was a conversation yesterday in our my NTP forum where a lot of them are buying these canned smoked oysters that are organic they're popping them like candy. And I'm like, yeah. So seafood, specifically an oyster is very rich in zinc. And we've needed zinc from the moment that we're born because it helps our sexual maturation, puberty. Um, Zinc helps the body produce testosterone, which is our our desire hormone. It also helps synthesize our thyroid hormones, which we need for energy. So if you're tired, you think your sex life is tanking, let's get some energy going. And of course we know also zinc is key for our immune system. Um, Funny story, I was asked, oh, about a year and a half ago to come to a dinner party for couples and to bring an appetizer. And (laughs) I love buying these little organic French Uh, radishes or you know the garden kind of they're all different colors and I clean them up and I leave a little bit of the green top and I lay them out on a platter and I have some whipped French butter and some gorgeous sea salt and I put that down 
as an appetizer. Well, of course, most people are thinking appetizers. They're sort of thinking cheese and crackers and nuts. And I get these kind of funny, really? Radishes? Why? I said, well, they're really high in zinc and it puts lead in your pencil. And all the guys eat them. <laughs> I don't hesitate. Like, and I also recommend them for women, high in zinc, crunchy, fibrous, no calories. Load your salads up with radishes. So <laughs> oysters and radishes, high in zinc. And then the next one we come to, like oysters, pumpkin seeds are really packed with zinc. They're also a good source of magnesium. Um, they are very anti-hypertensive. Again, we're talking about our heart health here. Um, and they have omega-3s in them. They have been shown to be really helpful for our vaginal and prostate health. Mm. Um, you know, and again, omega-3s are anti-inflammatory. So we want, uh, I use pumpkin seeds, organic sprouted pumpkin seeds, and I sprinkle them all over my salads. They're rich in iron. Here we go. We need to have our, have energy and energy comes from having iron rich blood. Mm. Pumpkin seeds are rich in zinc, magnesium. Now we think of magnesium as our relaxing mineral. So you need to be relaxed mm -hmm. and comfortable to be in the mood, so to speak. You could sprinkle them on yogurt. You could sprinkle them and uh, make your own kind of grain-free granola. That's where I have them. So um, we're going to move on to another traditional vegetable fruit that kind of has always been had this mysterious aphrodisiac um, qualities about it. And that's the pomegranate. Mm. Pomegranate seeds, the little tiny popping them in your mouth, are packed with polyphenols. Polyphenols are compounds associated with a decreased risk of high blood pressure, heart disease, or stroke. They also relax the blood vessels and increase the delivery of blood to your brain. So we, again, this about this relaxing, having these plant compounds. It's really hard to take polyphenols in a supplement. You need to get it from your food. And if polyphenols can increase blood to my heart and my brain, it's going to increase blood flow to other parts too. Yeah. You know, and that's so interesting that you mentioned all these things you've talked about so far. I'm like, when was the last time I had oysters? When was the last time I had radishes? <laughs> you know, and I'll try really like a lot of these things, pumpkin seeds and flax seeds. I always have, um, because I do know, you know, it helps hormonally and all of that. And I'll add it to a smoothie or I'll add it, like you said, oatmeal or whatever, but even pomegranates, I'm like, I don't, I don't go pick up pomegranate, you know, like, so this is really yeah. good because this is something like something new to try for anybody who's listening. Yeah. So, and it's really cute. fun to teach your kids how to break into a pomegranate. Now you're going to have yeah. red juice everywhere, but it's really yeah. kind of fun. <laughs> so these polyphenols are also very immune protective, um, mood uplifting. They have flavones, flavones, which is another enzyme important for erectile health. Pomegranates are rich in vitamin C, which helps um, give you stamina. You can make a pomegranate a juice. You can pop those little pretty seeds all over a salad with walnuts. Again, brain health. We know walnuts for brain health. So we're going to get talk exactly now about the men in our lives. And uh, this is a subject, you know, that most men are going to go, no, not me, not me. I'm fine. But I've seen a lot of denial. <laughs> But if the man in your life is struggling with erectile dysfunction and can't get an erection or maintain one, it has to do with a crappy diet. It really does. Um, 
the smallest blood vessels in your and nerves in your body are going to be found in the penis. <laughs> so if you're slamming down junk food like pizza and fries, your blood vessels are going to get clogged up. They're not going to be able to get the flow. And that's why when you restrict blood flow to the penis, um, heart health is really at the critical junction here because if you have ED and you can't get blood flow to the key organ, that means going upstream, there must be blood flow issues at the heart. And ED can be one of the first clues that a man has having or developing some sort of cardiovascular health issue. So a lot of the junk foods, you know, they, they promote high blood pressure, weight gain, weight gain around the, you know, the middle. It sounds kind of wacky, but you sh men should treat their penis like a luxury car. <laughs> of course, my yeah, husband loves luxury cars. And you know, something you mentioned that I, I do want to, sorry, because I, I get so excited with yeah. everything that you're saying. Um, but I, I think that that's important to mention that it isn't as uncommon as people think it is. I think it's uncommon because it's not talked about, but I did recently yeah. hear on a podcast and I was just looking on my phone. I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't write that down. The statistic, I think it's like 30% of men by age 30 are going to suffer from ED at some point. And then it mm -hmm. increases by 10% every 10 years after that. I could be totally wrong. Maybe it's 30% by 40. Either way, it was over 25%. And as men age, it continues to increase. And it's it's something that we should be talking about. But of course, you know, what man wants to <laughs> talk about that? No, but and that's just it. So this so, is good. Okay, let's go back to the luxury car. If you want to keep that car running really smoothly, you need to fill it with the appropriate fuel. Like if you've got a Lamborghini, you don't put salt water in there, you know, and you have to do the maintenance. You know, women, we start going to the doctors, you know, as soon as we get our period, you know, and we go every year and get all our pieces and parts checked out. Men are not used to going in every year to have their pieces and parts checked out. So um, it's kind of critical that so the right foods will boost their testosterone that will strengthen their sperm and supercharge their erections, which is what we want to do. And so what do we recommend? Well, again, here we are some amino acids like L-citrulline. When these men took this supplement or in the foods, um, they had, of course, you know, this was a study in 2019, but they had harder erections, longer erections, not longer, but stayed erect longer. Um, and where do you get L-citrulline? Watermelon, pumpkin, pumpkin seeds, cucumbers. The other amino acid that kind of works together with L-citrulline is arginine, also a fabulous amino acid that was used to treat actually mild ED. Arginine is found in turkey, chicken, peanuts, and here's another one that is just key for brain health, heart health, and sexual health is nitric oxide. Yes. Nitric oxide increases blood flow to the genitals, both men and women. And foods that will increase your nitric oxide levels are spinach and arugula and celery. So how's that sound so far? That's, you know, and, and I'm so glad you said that because right now what I'm hearing is just eat real food. <laughs> eat real food and your body will get what it needs to function and yeah. run, run best, you know? And I, I think that that's adding diversity to diet and trying out maybe some new things and limiting these inflammatory oils, you know, and opting for those omega-3 rich foods and oil. Yeah. I mean, that's, 
That's super interesting. And the nitric oxide, so you said, let's real quick, the nitric oxide production that produces, that improves blood flow. Blood flow. And the things that help would be green vegetables, right? Like if we're like leafy greens, dark leafy greens would, is broccoli, would that be something that would improve? That's more in the cruciferous. I'm not sure about how okay. much nitric oxide is in broccoli, but you know, okay. hey, I'm a big fan of cruciferous vegetables anyway. So right. that's a good thing for me. Um, they did find that if men were deficient in vitamin D, now here we go again, here's another popular vitamin right now that we're all talking about. Um, vitamin D boosts your free testosterone. Again, testosterone for your sex life, your, for your libido. Uh, when you don't get enough vitamin D, guess what? You produced free radicals that decrease the nitric oxide. See, it all works together in conjunction. I mean, it's all like a big symphony. Our body has to have these nutrients and it really needs to get it from food. Um, we have another food category, nuts in particular, pistachios. And I love pistachios, but there was a study in Turkey that where they studied these men that ate hundred grams of pistachios for three weeks. I'm not sure how much hundred grams is. That could be a lot of nuts, but they all said they had significant improvement in their erectile function, their ability to have an orgasm, libido satisfaction. So the other thing that's key about pistachios that all improved their good HDL and lowered their bad cholesterol or LDL. Again, it's that amount of nitric oxide. <laughs> so pistachios will boost your nitric oxide levels and other nuts that we love, almonds, walnuts, they're all you know healthy fats. And I would emphasize organic here because we don't want nuts that have come from production heavily sprayed with pesticides or have been uh, roasted or whatever in, you know, soybean oil or yes. or vegetable or whatever. Yeah. Yes. The next category of foods that we love for both brain health, for sure, because it's on the top of my list with Alzheimer's <laughs> is our berries, dark berries. Um, berries have uh, a flavonoid that's called, and I'm going to butcher this, anthocyanins, mm -hmm. flavanones, um, and again, supports blood flow. Okay. And this is going to be our theme through all here is blood flow. So men who ate flavonoid rich foods, blueberries, strawberries, um, apples, some citrus a few times a week, reduced your ED risk by 10%. Wow. That's huge. A few That's times a week because flavonoids improve the health of your blood vessels by relaxing the arteries. Again, it's all about not having these, you don't want your arteries stiff. You want your penis stiff. Okay. That's just, right. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, again, the Mediterranean diet, which is great on anti-inflammatory, um, cold water fish and olive oils and olives and nuts all designed to help with your sex life. Hmm. Let's see, let's go down to, oh, and Mediterranean diet also supports losing a few pounds. So if you look down and you can't see your part mm. <laughs> because you've got a big belly in the way, you've got and, belly fat. That's and a dangerous. lot of times that's, and that's estrogen dominance a lot of times in men, right? It is. You've got low yes. testosterone. You've got, because we've, we're, you know, consuming these high estrogen products and the toxins are ever, yeah. So that, that's, that's important. Yeah. Well, I, I tell a lot of uh, male clients and they'll come in with their plastic water bottle, you know, and I say, you know, the chemicals in that bottle are going to give you man boobs. 
So yep. let's give it up. You know, we don't want man boobs in our little boys or our men, but those chemicals interfere with the conversion um, and supporting of testosterone. And instead it converts all to estrogen. And that's what that's a problem with. So, you know, and if you lose a few pounds, you feel a little more confident naked. <laughs> True. <Sorry. laughs> all right. So um, let's see, we're going to talk about lady stuff now. Okay. So ladies, do you want to ramp up your sex life? Start walking to the kitchen. <laughs> You know, first of all, too, Erin, there's no right or wrong, you know, sex drive for females. We're all created differently and there's no rule for how often and at what age, but sex drives in a women, as we know, are a much more finicky thing. Um, you know, men are so visual, women are emotional. We're not, it's, we don't get turned on the same way. And, and we have a menstrual cycle, which can change how we feel and the stress at work and even a sudden change in libido could be a sign of some sort of underlying medical thing going on. So we're going to talk about some of the foods that boost female libido. And some of these might sound more like folklore than true science, but I'm buying it. <laughs> um, and, uh, and in this category, I am going to mention a few more herbs and supplements, but um, we also have to make sure that we are buying quality that you talk to a supplement specialist. Um, I'm completing my course right now and being a supplement specialist. Cool. Um, fabulous course, by the way, Erin, Kate Mahoney, you need to take that. No, just another one to add to my list. Oh, it's a squirrel. It's <laughs> another shiny to chase. Yep. <laughs> okay, so the two first two herbs that have historically been around and relied on for libido are ginkgo and ginseng. And you've heard of those. Yeah. They're both herbs that can be used um, in foods, seasonings, teas, and they've really been relied on as a natural aphrodisiac. You know, it's inconclusive. It's really hard to study an herb like that in a, in a panel of women and say, you know, did you get turned on or, you know, did your sex life increase? But you can buy ginkgo and ginseng in um, tablets, capsules, liquid extracts, or tea. And um, personally, I'm crazy about ginseng, the flavor. So that's interesting. You know, I got to say too, just for mental health aside, back in, oh, it was, it was in college. Um, I used a supplement that had ginseng in it. My mom was trying to help me with all of my mood stability. Like, well, let's try this product. Let's try this. See uh -huh. this helps. And ginseng, the one that had ginseng in it caused me to have some pretty interesting hypomanic kind of manic episodes, really? which you know, a side effect of mania, hypomania is an increased sex drive. And so I, I, I'm wondering just, you know, this, these are just things I think this about the connections. Those... Yeah. I'm like, that's interesting to me because now, now that I'm more stable and stuff, I can take supplements and I just be more in tune to, okay, what's going on? How am I feeling? And it doesn't bother me as much, but back then I was in such a rough place and I was yeah, on meds, yeah. off meds, not eating well, not exercise, you know? So one little thing would just whoo, trigger an episode and ginseng was something that I was like, Ooh, I gotta be careful with that one. So, but, but it is interesting that it would, because it probably increases energy. Is that what it does? Does it increase some kind of energy, uh, mood, mood elevation? Uh, yeah, yeah. so yeah interesting. So it probably swung me up too high, but for most women, when we are feeling, we're dealing with kids, we're dealing with 
life we're dealing with all of everything yes it does i mean our that allostatic stress load is like busting at the seams right is it busting or bursting anyway yeah so a a little bit of ginseng could go a long way i think for most people that's a that's i'm glad that you mentioned that (laughs) well the second superfood herb for women that i personally use um almost every day and have really found it to be beneficial is maca have you heard of maca? Yeah, that, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's got a lot of um, antidepressant um, characteristics. Um, it's been used historically for to boost fertility and sexual mm. desire. Um, you can get it anywhere now, organic maca powder. So I can put a spoonful in my um, smoothies. I actually have another kind of little tincture that I use that has a combination of a couple of these ingredients that we're going to talk about. The second one is tribulus, terrestis. Tribulus has been used um, for hundreds of years um, for increasing libido. Um, It's been used for arousal disorder and women that took it for four weeks reported an improvement in their sexual desire. So um, tribulus. Um, you don't find it in a lot of product lines, but I can, I can get my hands on some in, in this particular tincture that I take. I like the next herb that we talk about fenugreek. Again, oh, yeah. one of those things that you don't think about a lot. It's an herb used in cooking and as a supplement. And some research has suggested that it will boost libido, increase your female sex drive. It's also used for male sex drive fenugreek. So it's not just for women. It's kind of across the board. Again, it's spices, seeds, liquid extracts, powders. Um, you could start kind of almost Googling some of these ingredients and you'll see there are several herbal companies that will have blends of all of these aimed at boosting sexual desire. And another herb that we use, we talk about is chasteberry or Vitex, often used for helping women balance their menstrual cycle and d- diminish PMS um, was called monk's pepper, and it is very popular in the whole gynecological alternative uh, world as being very supportive of our cycles and our health, our sexual health. So would this Um, be something that uh, some of these things, would they be good to, if, if you are say, a certain age and your cycle has started shifting, I'm I'm not calling myself out here, but yeah, you know, are these things that like, say all of a sudden I get to my luteal phase and I'm like, man, I I just, I feel different. Don't have a sex drive. Don't want to do anything. Some of these things could be, could they be used cyclically? You know, like I know this phase of my cycle, I'm going to have lower energy. I'm not going to feel as good. So I'm going to add this to my coffee or smoothie or whatever. Would that be something to do? It's amazing how Vitex is used um, to help balance cycles, to bring cycles back into production. Uh, Vitex is used to diminish, you know, PMS. It's also used in the premenopausal. It's just a lovely overall plant that God gave us for women. (laughs) So um, I do have a hormone workshop I'm putting together. And when I took the hormone class with um, Dr. Rhonda Nelson last year, she absolutely uses Vitex like everywhere, <laughs> covers everybody up with it. So mm, that's cool. um, it's a great, it's a great uh, herbal supplement. So the next food we're going to talk about is spinach. You know, Popeye was always chasing olive oil around the room, wasn't it? 
<laughs> you're too old to remember. You're too young to remember Popeye. But anyway, um, spinach. First of all, it does have an appetite suppressing compound. So we could be losing a little weight. It also puts you in the mood by increasing your blood flow. Ah, here we come back to that theme. Mm. Spinach is rich in magnesium and magnesium again, decreases the inflammation in our blood vessels, increasing our blood flow. So increased blood flow drives blood to our extremities, which like a Viagra pill, if you've got better blood flow, you have increased arousal. Um, all those ingredients together, the magnesium and all the anti-inflammatories can help women have, uh, have an easier time achieving an orgasm. So um, I don't advocate eating a lot of raw spinach because it does have a lot of oxalates in it. Mm -hmm. Spinach, chard, kale, the, those kind of leafy greens are chelators. So they, they, they draw the minerals up out of the soil and attach them. And that's why we want to eat them. But I encourage blanching, steaming, cooking, something like that. Mm. Um, the other secret to a hotter nightlife starts with a cup of green tea. And green tea is rich in a compound called catechins, which does blast belly fat. It speeds our liver's capacity for turning fat into energy. Um, catechins also boost blood flow. All right. All right, how many times do I have to say blood flow here? There's a theme. <laughs> Catechins will kill off free radicals, um, which when we kill off the free radicals, we get a boost in nitric oxide, increases the size of our blood vessels, improve blood flow. Um, green tea, perhaps three to four cups a day, depending on your caffeine sensitivity. Here's another one of my favorite, favorite foods, pine nuts. Do you like pine nuts? I do. Yes. Like in a salad, like if they're yeah. toasted and toasted. yeah. Yeah. So, um, pine nuts high in zinc. Here we go. Zinc boosts mm. our sex drive. Um, zinc is the fire starter in oysters and all those other foods. And how many of us have we learned? Oh, sorry. And how many of us have we learned are low in zinc with all this coat? Like you said, again, the vitamin D testosterone, people are low in vitamin D people are low in zinc. Anyway. So very interesting. No, no, the same. So everyone thinks about, you know, I'm going to have a romantic evening. I need a little glass of red wine. Well, in fact, one to two glasses can relax you enough to stimulate your arousal. But any more than that will probably inhibit your ability to have an orgasm. Oh, red wine is rich in antioxidants. Um, again, supporting the arterial walls in our body and improving blood flow. Now, here's another interesting grass-fed red meat. Now, why do I say that? But if you're busy, 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 mom, on the go, carpooling, homeschooling, and your libido has just, because you're tired, the reason you're tired and fatigued could be that you're iron deficient. Iron deficiency is one of the biggest causes of fatigue in women. And if you don't have energy and you're fatigued, then you're not gonna have a great sex drive. Iron deficiency is common and can result in feelings of exhaustion and weakness and irritability. Oh, I don't want to be intimate. So if your diet lacks iron, focus on eating more spinach, grass-fed meat, liver, all foods that are rich in iron. And to make sure your body can utilize all this iron, 
you really need to consume probiotic rich foods like yogurt and kefir and kombucha, um, uh, fatty fish, uh, L-glutamine all works together to help your body absorb that iron. So, um, and we say grass fed because we want organic. We don't want factory farmed, you know, cows, that kind of thing. So iron rich blood, you know, I grew up in a generation where they always talked about the commercials on TV were targeted to women about, are you tired? You need iron rich blood, you know, so there's probably something to do to do with that. In fact, that if you're still cycling, you're losing a lot of iron. Mm. In conjunction with the red wine, we have the dark chocolate. They always, they always go hand in hand, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> it's those flavonoids, again, that uh, relax your stress levels and your blood vessels and send blood to all those right places on the body. Okay, I'm sorry that beep keeps going off. I don't know how to turn it off. That's okay. um, <laughs> so we need to balance our lady garden. We need to make sure our lady garden is healthy. And if it doesn't have the right pH, um, that which sounds more like chemistry class when we start talking about pH, but vaginal pH is really important. And if you feel different down there, like something's not going on right, if you've got an odor or a different discharge, it could be a sign that your vaginal pH is off. We need our vaginal pH to stay at three to eight to 4.5. And if it strays outside those borders, you can get um, bacterial overgrowth, yeast. Uh, you could lead to UTIs, which is mm -hmm. horrible. Um, and I'm not saying you need to go test your vaginal pH every day, but um, a little home testing beforehand to kind of help you pinpoint wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, however, I will say, ladies, your vagina is really good at protecting and cleaning itself proper vaginal care, good hygiene, safe sex, <clears throat> organic cotton, sanitary products, really hugely important. Really important. I cannot believe we've been shoving wood chip, pesticide laden tampons. Chlorine. Oh yeah. yeah chlorine. Yeah. Think about your pH there. So, yeah. um, and you're you know, just and absorbing, like, you're absorbing those chemicals that blows. I, I, you know, I'm a very visual person. And so I'm mentally picturing like the probably one of the most sensitive parts of my body that drives so much of every function, <laughs> you know, like uh -huh. just absorbing all of those chemicals uh -huh. and toxins. I think that that's something that we don't talk enough about, but using organic uh, products or, you know, finding the clean, whatever, it will make a difference, a huge difference. Yes. Yes. So here are a couple of things that will help the lady garden. Um, cranberries. We've all heard about cranberries being helpful against UTIs. We want to either do fresh cranberries or 100% organic cranberry juice, not the sweet stuff, which means it can be pretty tart. But again, these antioxidants and these acidic compounds helps prevent bacteria from adhering to the bladder walls. You know, you should pee before sex and pee after sex. You want to get rid of the bacteria. Um, Studies have shown that cranberries can be beneficial in preventing UTIs or women with recurrent UTIs. Um, I would also say that uh, D-mannose powder and cranberry together is a nice combination to keep the UTIs at bay. It's antioxidants <clears throat> that we love. 
Another one that we uh, think of for the Our Lady Gardens are sweet potatoes. And I'm like, why, Leslie? That's a carb, but it's a, it's a vegetable that is rich in beta carotene and vitamin A. Those two nutrients will strengthen and protect the uterine walls, um, improve your fertility, uh, boost fetal health. Um, the nutrients found, again, that beta carotene and vitamin A and the fiber helps produce the production of our sex hormones and can would be one of the foods that we often recommend for women that have PCOS, which is a whole other conversation. But yeah, but it is a growing concern for a lot of women and a growing I mean, more and more of being diagnosed with that. So that's, that's very, very helpful. So vitamin A is linked to fertility. It can strengthen our muscle tissues of the vaginal and uterine walls. Uh, you can use sweet potato. Uh, it, people are making sweet potato toast, like they're roasting slices of sweet potato, and then they put their stuff on top of that. And so we do in our all of our feast of fast groups, right? That's what. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, again, plant fats, which is thinking. You think plants have fat? Well, again, we're going back to the flaxseed idea that has omega three fatty acids. Um, sea buckthorn oil, linoleic acid, palmitic acid are all helping with vaginal dryness. Now, no one wants to talk about that, but if, as you age and you're not cycling anymore and your vaginal walls get thinner, you lose that lubrication. Yeah. So we want to important. boost our lubrication, which is an omega, omega-3 fatty acid. And I actually have a, pro <clears throat> a product that I found on, um, recommended by the gyne female gynecologist at NYU several years ago inner intimates. Uh, you can find it on, darn, you have to find it on, no, you probably buy it from them. I'm trying not to shop with Amazon right now. So <laughs> inner intimates is a little syringe with these omega-3 oils in it with some E and oh. some other great things. And it helps the vaginal walls stay moist and healthy. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah. Fatty acids, omega-3s being anti-inflammatory will help reduce your cramping promote circulation and relieve dryness. So salmon, flaxseed, eggs, walnuts, all, all that kind of thing. Now here's one that totally blew my mind. An apple a day for orgasms. <laughs> what? I know, I know. I was like, where, where did that come from? I thought it was an apple a day keeps the doctor away, but evidently it keeps things interesting in bed too, because wow. there was a study in 2014 that suggested that women who ate an apple once a day had better sex lives. And it's because of this phytoestrogen called fluoridazin, P-H-L-O-R-I-D-Z-I-N, <laughs> that's found only in apples. Fluoridazin is thought to promote better sexual function, arousal, lubrication, and ability to have an orgasm. So I thought, well, now that's, that was, that's the new one for me today. That was just Interesting. like, wow. I mean, I love I got, apples. That's probably one of my favorite fruits. So there you go. Yeah, organic. <laughs> oh, organic. Funny. All right. So do you know what fruit was loosely named the testicle tree by the Aztec? <laughs> uh, grapes? I don't know. Aztecs. What, what did Aztecs have? Hmm. Testicle tree. <laughs> well, that was a good one too. Avocados. Avocados. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it's a fruit. Yeah, we think of it as a vegetable, but it's actually a fruit. Interesting. And they're amp they're really rich. And again, healthy fats, B6, potassium, all have positive effects on our libido, um, can enhance our lubrication, strengthen our vaginal walls, 
Um, and they say even increase your success with IVF. So I just thought that was kind of funny that the testicle tree by the, <laughs> named by the Aztecs. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Last one is, of course, leafy greens. Um, you know, what are they not good for, right? Um, but dark leafy greens can help purify our blood, enhance circulation. Um, really just an incredible, you know, gut food that God gave us. Um, decrease our dryness, increase stimulation, um, rich in vitamin E, magnesium, and calcium. All of these are beneficial to muscle health, and our vagina is a muscle. So dark leafy greens, um, but always think organic and always kind of think about steaming, blanching, something like that. But anyway, that was kind of my, kind of my list of foods for the bedroom. I love it. Wow. Okay. So, and one of the things I, I think is so interesting about all of those is, you know, I'm always talking about increasing gut microbiome diversity by upping your fruits and vegetables, like just in, increasing your diversity of what you're eating plant-wise, you know, right. and how that, but it also clearly makes an impact on your sex life. And again, like we said, it makes an impact on your brain health. And really, if we would just start adding a little bit more variety and thinking outside the box a little bit with our standard, you know, oh, we just eat this or, and I think it's a little, now, how do you convince a husband to do, to branch out and maybe have a smoothie with pumpkin seeds and avocado <laughs> and leafy greens and like, how, what's, what's your approach to like slowly helping somebody add these things in? You know, I think, I think it is baby steps. It is slow. You know, you can kind of, the whole idea of, you know, man boobs is very you know, off-putting. So, you know, you kind of say, guys, if you want your chest to look great and not look saggy with like you got boobs, then give up the plastic bottles for your water. Or um, I freeze avocado flesh. I buy a dozen avocados. I let them all ripen. You know, we eat some fresh, but I take I cut the flesh out and put it in chunks on parchment paper on a cookie sheet and put it in the freezer. It freezes in 15 minutes. And I pull it out and put it in a, you know, a stasher bag, Ziploc-y type thing. And um, when my husband who makes a smoothie, probably three mornings a week, he likes a really cold, thick smoothie. Mm -hmm. Avocado, frozen avocado provides that texture and consistency and he's getting the avocado. I also um, freeze coconut milk and organic pumpkin flesh the same way. Pumpkin, improved blood flow. Um, so you get an, and you don't taste it. You know, it's not like yeah. you're drinking your smoothie and you think, ooh, this tastes like pumpkin. You know, it's not that. It's pumpkin is great for women too because of the beta carotene, the fiber, the magnesium. It's wet fiber. So if we have constipation issues, pumpkin is just the perfect food. So, um, I think you just, and again, go to a dinner party with a platter full of pretty radishes with some <laughs> herbed butter and some salt. And when, it, when everyone kind of goes, what is that? You know, they're crunchy, mm -hmm. they're fiber, they're wet, they're high in zinc and they have zero calories. So it's like another, you know, we have to kind of go back and appeal to what is our ego, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I do, you know, what are some things, cause I, I do want to go back to the, you know, estrogen belly, because that is a concern for, for a lot of men right now. And even, and not just men and like, and man boobs, not just men, but like our young boys, right. That we're growing up in this world of, of all the plastics and the xenoestrogen, you know, all of that stuff. So what are some things that maybe 
we should look to avoid, and not just for men, I will say targeting men, but women, so many women have estrogen dominance. So how do we avoid products that are stimulating these hormone imbalances? What are some things off the top of your head that you would say, maybe stay away from that or switch? Yeah, I would say, first of all, it's not necessarily estrogen dominance. It can be that you have enough estrogen. You just don't have the right amounts of pregnenolone and DHEA and testosterone to balance it all out. And that's why in my program, the whole healthy woman, I, I do a very extensive panel once a year. And I think we should start doing it at 30, 35, Mm -hmm. because Alzheimer's and dementia brain health. Now we know starts in our thirties. It's not something that just raises its ugly head in our, in the seventies. And it has to do with blood sugar balancing. Um, Having balanced blood sugar will improve your hormone life and your hormone life, la da 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 da, you know, but as we age and we stop producing eggs in the ovaries. So every egg that's released is what produces our estrogen, although we can produce it in other tissues. Um, as you, as the baton is passed off from the ovaries to the adrenals, so many times the adrenals are like, no, not me. You've worn me out. You've run every committee and you've carpooled and you've had a career and I'm done. So the adrenals <laughs> say, I, I can't do it. The ovary said, well, I don't have any more. And the adrenals say, I'm not up to it because I am burnt out. The brain still needs estrogen. The brain says, I need estrogen because it's brain protective and breast protective. So the body says, oh, okay. You know what other organ can produce estrogen? Fat, fat tissue. So the body lays down the belly so that the body can produce estrogen in response to the brain's requirements. How do we not get there? We support our adrenals. We love our adrenals with adequate vitamin C and sleep and meditation and yoga and taking you know, mindfulness and taking time out. Um, so that when a woman reaches that stage, her adrenals can help support her and not lay down that belly of fat in order to provide estrogen. So that's from a female standpoint, male standpoint. I think they just have to be very careful about what, you know, deodorants, body wash, lotions. Um, of course, from an Alzheimer's dementia perspective, all, the, all those scented candles have got to go. Oh, my Dryer husband sheets. loves those. <laughs> I know. Dryer sheets yeah. Oh, um, yeah. are the nastiest neurotoxin in your home. I would say dryer sheets, number one, Fabulosa number two <laughs> and candles um, have a diffuser in every room and diffuse to have a pretty scent. I do have white unscented candles on my table for, for, you know, dinner parties, that kind of thing. I'm not going to give up the atmosphere, mm-hmm. but those toxins are for sure messing with the guy's ability to convert into testosterone. And so he's stuck with all that estrogen Yeah, yeah and food good. and the foods. Mm-hmm. So if you're eating Burger King, McDonald's, any of those fast food meats, Mm -hmm. beefs that are factory farmed and fed soy and corn and Skittles and cat food and that will promote the estrogen dominance in men. And, and the dairy too, right? Like I think about men who love their, you know, milk or ice cream or it's all the same hormone stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. That's so helpful. This has been so much fun. And I'm like, oh, dang, we're out of time. (laughs) But thank you. That was, that was so thorough for 
such a short time period that I hope, you know, people are able to make lists or maybe go back and make a list and, and add some variety, change some things up and be aware that again, everything you put into your body is going to affect your brain, but it's going to affect all these other organs as well. And um, so I'm just, thank you so much for being on. And so Leslie, tell everybody, give, give us your website and you've already kind of hinted at some of the fun things you do, but yeah, um, I'd so love to hear that. It's uh, www.redeemingwellness.com. I think every woman especially should be as strong and healthy and vital as she can be as, as we age. Um, Leslie at redeemingwellness.com. You can drop me an email and we can get in touch that way. My Facebook group is called The Whole Healthy Woman. Well, thank you so much for being on. And I just, I love all of your knowledge. And again, I, I just enjoy getting to talk to you and learn all this fun stuff and get my wheels spinning a little bit. So I appreciate it. And you're so yeah. welcome. Let's not wait another year. <laughs> I know, right? We're just going to have to do a follow up again on maybe more hormone details. So. <laughs> Well, I would like to do a workshop on sexual, real, a real workshop on sexuality and hormones, because that's another whole deep rabbit hole. Really is. I think you've got some ideas here. It's about improving blood flow. How do we improve blood mm -hmm. flow? The right kinds of foods. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you again. Thanks for tuning in to Sparking Wholeness. For more on all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul, check out my website, sparkingwholeness.com. Don't forget to be kind and subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And to be really kind, you can leave a nice review. I like those.